Hey, Christina, if you don't mind me asking, how tall are you? Are you going to design fan art? <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, right, we already know how tall we are. <laughs> yes, just hop on over to our group chat with Emily. <laughs> yeah, th- I mean, you've definitely seen it by now, because this is coming out, like, three weeks from later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we got some cool new fan art from Emily, and it's real good, and I love it so much. Yes. Uh, I told Emily, like, I think this is, like, the third or fourth time that I've ever gotten any kind of fan art, and I'm incredibly flattered. <laughs> yes, I I don't think I've ever gotten fan art before. I think someone once drew some fan art of characters from my Pokemon podcast, but since I'm the main person, it's usually not the people I'm playing, mm-hmm. like, since I'm the DM. Mm-hmm. I don't think you drawing pictures of me for our cover art counts as fan art. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I swear I did art of Fable and Ari. Like, it doesn't really count, but I did commission Elliot to do Art of Us. Oh, yeah, and also Jake commissioned Elliot to do Art of Us. Yes. Haha. Two fan art. Three fan art. Ah, ah, The ah. reason I was asking about your height is just because my friend's YouTube video, new video went up today, where he says that he's 5'8", just casually. Mm-hmm. And once again, I am shocked about people's heights on the internet. <laughs> Something, something, my confidence issues in my life had led me to forget that I am taller than a lot of people, so if I do not see you in front of me, I'm going to assume you're taller than I am. <laughs> I think the only of our friends that you, that is, who are taller than you, I think is Alan. Yeah, probably. But honestly, here's the thing, is that the only, actually not, not even, our friend Jake, who talks a lot about how he lacks height, I still picture him taller than me, despite that sometimes, because he knows things. <laughs> Like I have to readjust. Cat. <laughs> she is clingy because I have been gone. Yes, baby. You are very baby. Are you going to sit down? Okay, that's good enough. I need to get you some something for your breath because your breath smells bad. <laughs> With any luck, Lydia will be quiet and we can do the podcast. She says, you haven't petted me in three days. I need tribute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I am so going to try to trim your nails tonight. Lady, can we do a podcast now? Yeah, yeah, we can start. Okay. No, I'm asking her. Lady, can we do a podcast now? She's purring, so I'm going to assume that's a yes. All right. Just go ahead and grab a chair and listen now. As we riff the show, Tanner and Christine are gonna figure out why we love the show. Better grab your golden stars and slushies, cause you're listening. You're listening to Loser Like Me. Loser Like Me. Hello and welcome to Loser Like Me, the podcast that talks about things related to Glee. And for the past few weeks and for a few weeks left, but oh gosh, we're going fast. I know, right? Uh, it's, it's, it's the Glee Project. Yes. And today we are going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 6, Tenacity. Oh, we should introduce yes. ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I'm Tanner and I hate floor work. <laughs> My name is Christina and it's the terror of knowing what the world is about. Watching some good friends screaming, let me out! Pray tomorrow takes me higher. Pressure on people, people, people on streets, streets. under pressure. Skadoosh. <laughs> no, don't plagiarize Hannah. 
But no, we're 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 getting way ahead of ourselves. We still we we have to wait before we talk about my favorite song from the Glee Project and Happy Feet too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's the previously on, and they say the season's going by way too fast, and I'm like, yeah, mood. But it could be faster. <laughs> yes. I didn't even Free write us. anything down about the recap because it was like, yeah, this is what happened. They mentioned that Cameron is not ready to be voted out of the Chastity Club, which is a good line, but again, feels weird when you attach it to real people. Also, how can- is the Chastity Club a democracy? (laughs) Is it a meritocracy? It's the Virgin Council. (sighs) Anyway, we find out that this week's homework song is Bulletproof by LaRue, and for the first time, I noticed that- Everyone was walking in for the homework session with the same outfits from the Sing for Your Life from the last episode. So was it the Sing for Your Life or was it the Eliminated? It was the Sing for or Your were those Life. All the same. Okay. Because I well, I noticed because Hannah was still wearing her really fun like kind of like patterned and pink and blue and purple and black dress that she'd been wearing during her duet with Alex. It's possible. Hmm, I'm just trying to figure out the timing, because, like, may- I know usually the Sing for Your Life's were at night, but maybe, the- I-, I have no idea. Much like the parents, I have no idea what the timeline of the show is. <laughs> Neither did the contestants. Did they have- Or the production did- department. <laughs> did they have laundry services at the Wilderness Survival Camp? I hope they did. I really hope so. But yeah. Maybe it's, so a, maybe get- it's a washboard and a tub of water out back. <laughs> yeah. So they get back to the Wilderness Survival Camp- <laughs> And the word is tenacity. What's a tenacity? Um, when you go, Lindsay mentions how she's adopted and she needed tenacity growing up to like know where she fit into the world. So it's like endurance and self-confidence and that kind of stuff. It's grit. And Alex is like, I call it tenacity. <laughs> okay, Alex. Um, and then they get to the homework room and my, it's my main man, Max Adler. Yes. And my note here is Max should be a motivational speaker because he tells everyone that the three important things with tenacity are passion, persistence, and patience. Nice. And also he he walks in with a football and he chucks it at the kids and uh, Cameron catches it so it doesn't hit Sam. (laughs) (laughs) The cat has gotten enough love after you being away for the day. For now. For now. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so they're singing Bulletproof, mm-hmm. but then halfway through, Max stops them because he's like, no, it's not good enough. Yeah, because... Not in a mean way. <laughs> because, like, they were they were singing it, and they got through, they got through, like, a chorus and a verse, and they were all, like, like making direct eye contact with Max Adler and, like, doing, like, a shoulder shimmy at him. <laughs> and then he's like, no, 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 stop. I want you to do something to shock me. And uh, they all decide that this means um, in time for intimidation dancing. <laughs> so S- Sam, he he smashes the symbol. He d- he does a real symbol smash, not the imaginary symbol smash. Yeah, and he he starts <laughs> he starts his solo by like running at Max Adler, doing like a "You want to fight, bro?" like kind of dancing, if air quotes and then dancing. Right after that. <laughs> Right after that, Marissa does a Finn patented chair kick. Yes. <laughs> My note here was Cameron aggressively breakdances at him. <laughs> this is the whole thing, it's very intense and in your face and shubby yes. jumpy. <laughs> and collectively, without discussing it beforehand, everyone decides that the way to show tenacity is to have a riot. 
Because <laughs> they start yeah. they start throwing around chairs, and like we cut to a shot of the entire group at large, and like they've thrown like five or six chairs away from the seating area. And Max is just watching this, like, yeah, yeah, fuck up the set, yeah, yeah, revolution. <laughs> Comrade Max Adler wants them to overthrow the production staff, <laughs> and Marissa wins because she kicked the chair first. Exactly. She was the first chair thrown at the Glee Project. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I do wish that Hannah could have won, because she- Hannah is very tenacious, and I think she did good with the challenge. Not a read on Hannah. Hannah, I think, doesn't show the tenacity, at least so far, because she's been very much like, yeah, this is just what it is. Mm -hmm. Like, she hasn't had to go out of her way to be tough. She's just like, Mm -hmm. she's got a natural toughness that's so much a part of her that it doesn't even stand out that much. Yeah. Until you, like, realize, wait a second. Yeah. She's pretty cool. Yeah. She is all of the things that Max mentioned. She is passionate and persistent and patient. She's just, she just doesn't project a teenager with attitude thing. Yeah. Well, she does have an attitude, and her attitude is, I am here to make friends and have fun. (laughs) Yes. But also Slay. Yes. So the song is going to be a mashup, the first mashup of the Glee Project, Mm -hmm. of Under Pressure and Ice Ice Baby, and everybody's gonna get slushied, which they're all super excited for because they've been waiting for this. Oh, honeys. (laughs) Also, uh, fun fact, I watched this episode this morning- before I went to church and then drove for five hours. And <laughs> yesterday... Why is your church so far away? <laughs> because the church that I went to was the one by my parents' house, which is five hours away. And then I got on the house. I got on the house and drove for five hours. <laughs> vroom, vroom. <laughs> but I had heard yesterday, I heard uh, Ice Ice Baby on the radio. And I was singing along to it with the lyrics from Under Pressure, and I was like, I wonder if anyone ever mashed this up and how well it went. (laughs) And then then Apollo hit me in the face with the dodgeball when I was watching the episode (laughs) this morning. Oh my god, it just occurred to me. You know how they're doing that Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief TV show is actually going to be good this time because they're actually letting Rick Reardon do things with it? Yeah. (laughs) What if they put the Apollo dodgeball meme in Percy Jackson? (laughs) Oh, uh, he w- Rick Riordan has definitely seen that meme. He is probably already figuring out how best to implement it. Yes, and if he has, then someone on the production staff has. <laughs> well, okay, so Rick, Rick Riordan knows memes. I don't know if Rick Riordan has an official Tumblr, but he definitely has a secret Tumblr. Someone made a, p- a post about one of the characters, like, one of the obviously gay characters, and being like, oh, I can't wait for him to get a girlfriend, and Rick Riordan found the tweet and just replied with a picture of Misha Collins going, oh, hun. <laughs> Uh, God bless Rick Reardon. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Any applicable. <laughs> um. Anyways. Yeah. Slushy time. So, so fun fact, which isn't a complete um dark spot on Glee project. At some point in Glee, they stopped using real slushies and switched it to like a gelatin mixture because they were so cold. Mm-hmm. The real ones. Mm-hmm. But I d- I couldn't find out when that happened. So it's entirely possible they were still using real slushies in the show when they also used the real slushies in the Glee project. Mm-hmm. I think they were, because we're going to see a lot of slushies being thrown, and it all looks consistent with ice and syrup. 
Oh no, like they, they were definitely using the real ones on the Glee project. I'm, I was just mm-hmm. saying, I don't know if they had changed it for the parent show yet. Maybe they didn't change it over until someone put rock salt in a, in a slushie. <laughs> That's also entirely possible. Anyway, we get to see choreography. Brooke is leading it this time because Zach is busy with, with parent project. Sam gets in his head. Hannah is having difficulties with the choreography simply because it's a matter of physical ability. Like not not necessarily physical ability, she's just not used to moving like that. Yes, yeah. Like getting up from the ground in a specific way. It's like and yeah, sometimes at that way to you you know how to navigate the world, certain yes. muscle memory. It's it's not gonna work if you're trying to like Get up from laying down hip mm-hmm. first. Thank you. That's difficult for people who have a, you know, a, a lighter weight. Yes, thank you. That is a better way of phrasing the point that I was trying to get at. <laughs> and then we see we see a, a brief blip of them in the recording studio and they say, oh, Marissa hasn't had much time to practice her solo for Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, she she mentions that she didn't practice one part as much as the others and Nikki is like, judgmental glare. Yeah, and they say that, oh, Sam is emotionally flat, and they give Hannah the rap part again, and she's getting in her head about it, because this is something that she really wants to do well, and so she's, you know, like, second-guessing herself and stuff. Yeah, but then also, like, after that, when she talks about with, I think she's talking with Alex? Mm Mm-hmm. And, but you can also see that she's doing cool-down coloring, which is really cute. No, she was talking with Cameron. Oh yeah, so it's talking to Cameron about it, but we can also see her like working on a little coloring book and it's very cute. Mm-hmm. That's like, just a nice, it's nice that they showed that little bit. They're bonding, friends! <laughs> okay, can I mention something that I'm surprised is that Cameron, Damien, and Hannah were like each other's best friends on the show. Like Hannah said they were like her brothers. And I'm shocked that we've barely seen any of that on the show. Yeah, well, I mean, we saw some of, we'll, we'll see some Cameron, Damien solidarity later. And we saw Hannah Damien's solidarity last episode. Yeah, but like, the, the Hannah Cameron Damien power trio was so strong during the heyday of the show, not even just the Glee project, but the Glee entire. It was so powerful, but I think honestly most of it came from like social media rather than the show itself. Huh. That everyone was seeing them being friends together. Yeah, yeah. It's just weird. It's th- Again, going back to my theory of like, this was someone's first time editing a reality show where they had a general idea of what to do, but no idea how to do it, and no idea which, like, plot lines to highlight. Yeah. 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 Um, anyways, D- Damien, he talks about something with Cameron, and I can't remember what he said, but I do know that I could understand it, because my note here just says, they gave Damien options, and I know his accent is thick and we talk about it a lot, but it's not mm-hmm. actually that thick. Oh, um, I think that might have been in a bit, because uh, we, real quick, they tell everyone that they're going to get slushied, and they tell them, don't break character no matter what. Which is like, okay, so this one, this one I can understand, because everything they say about this is true, that if you were getting slushied on Glee, you cannot stop and go like, ah, it's so cold, but ah, because in the narrative of the show, you do, you have to power through it. Mm-hmm. And there is a lot of moving parts that would be interrupted if you have to stop because slushy too cold. Yeah. This is the first time they're actually training something for them they could use on Glee. That is true. And this is the part where Alex and Hannah say, fat kids weren't meant to do floor work. Yep. Also, the floor work is shit. I don't know. I don't know what Brooke was thinking. I'm sorry, the choreo in, in this music video? It's terrible. Yeah, it's not. It's weird. This whole music video is basically target practice, but with kids and slushies. 
And, like, we see that Marissa got to have practice with Max. And, like, for her individual tutoring session, she was slushied ahead of time. Which ended up not working in her favor because now she's, like, apprehensive about it. She doesn't have the rush and the thrill. Yeah, and they're like, oh, Marissa does not seem as electric as she has been in the past. And I'm like, she knows what it's like to be slushied. She knows it's gonna suck. Sam has fun when he is slushied repeatedly. I noted that Max Adler was there helping to throw slushies on the contestants. And after everyone finishes their slushy scenes, they're all given a a towel. And Sam looks like (laughs) E.T. Because he's like got it swaddled around himself. (laughs) Damien mentions that he's got real sensitive skin. Yeah. And Hannah looks like she was in shock from all of the slushying, but... They gave her, like, a rap scene where she's, like, standing on a desk. And she got in the zone. Yeah, she's she's real good. Yeah. Like, I think we we can get to the, the part where, like, we get to the music video. I think this is my favorite oh. video and definitely my favorite song from this whole season. Real, real quick, I was gonna note that while they were filming, Cameron had problems with breaking character while being slushied. And I, I wrote down, that's fair. He has less body weight <laughs> and is less insulated against all the cold. <laughs> Plus, also, like, not just being slushy, but also he has a pissing locker. A what? His locker, like, he opened, in the music, he opens his locker, and it's just spraying slushy at him, but it's just one single jet. What the fuck? I did not notice that. my note just says, girl, no, not the pissing locker. (laughs) Oh my god. That is a very fun turn of phrase. I am afraid that if we put that as the episode title, we will get banned. (laughs) (laughs) The censored locker. Yes. But yeah, it's so good, and they sing it good, and the arrangement is also real good, and Samuel can rap, but Hannah can fucking rap. Yes. The music is good. I think this is the best use of the contestants' voices yet. Marissa gets the desk cant, uh, like, These are the da-da-da-da-da-da-da part, and Cameron and Samuel split the end verse uh, by David Bowie, which is nice. That's the other thing, is that when Cameron sings... Hang on, I have to remember what the the lyrics are. When Cameron sings, Cause love's such an old-fashioned word. That part gives me the same chills as when he does his solo for Teenage Dream. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the music video itself is just trauma. (laughs) It's It's literally like... The contestants are walking through the hallways of a school, and it's literally like they step on the wrong floor tile, and they instantly get slushied. <laughs> like, there's a point where where Lindsay and Damien are just, like, standing at the top of a stairwell, and everyone is just, like, slushying them left and right, and they're just sitting there like, I guess well, this might as well happen. Damien has a little shrug, like, it's a living. Yeah, I just... I don't know. This this is this feels like cruel and this this feels like cruel and unusual punishment. Here's the thing: if I was there, I probably would have loved it. Yeah. Uh, holy cow, Tanner! We've only been talking about this episode for twenty three minutes. <laughs> there's not a lot to say about it, really. No, there's not. We get to the part where they say who's safe and who has to sing for their life, and Damien, Sam, Lindsay, and Hannah are safe. So that means that Marissa. Alex and Cameron are in the bottom three, and they say everyone is going to sing one of the songs they auditioned with. So Alex is going to sing And I Am Telling You, and Marissa is going to sing Hate On Me, and Cameron is going to get to sing his original composition, Love Can Wait. Yeah, and also when they tell Alex that they'll be singing I'm Telling, I'm, uh, I'm, and what did I write? 
And I'm not telling you I'm not going. <laughs> they tell Alex the song they're going to sing, and Alex says, I will mean it. Yes, Alex says, I will crawl on the floor and up to Ryan Murphy's desk and grab him by his lapels uh, so he, <laughs> so that he will have no choice but to keep me on the competition. And then we cut to the rehearsal space. Mm -hmm. Marissa immediately decides she's changing the lyrics to Hate on Me, Ryan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, with Marissa, like, when she is practicing, she is like, walking around the rehearsal room and like, very clearly trying to work something out through her performance. And it sounds like it hurts the way that she is singing. Mm. Like, you can tell that she's not like singing with like proper breath placement and she instead of saying you're like hate on me hater she's more like hate on me hater and i'm like oh honey your voice your voice <laughs> and also nikki comes in and negs marissa about not practicing <laughs> yeah it very much just feels like marissa had one off moment this week and it just kind of spiraled in her head yeah and nikki is also like hey alex you should do this performance in drag. Which heels are you going to no, wear? No, well, no, Alex was already planning on doing it oh, in drag. Okay. And she just asked Alex which pumps they're going to wear. Okay, okay, my bad. It's not like Nikki walked in with the whole wardrobe and like, Alex, here is your outfit for tonight. No, it's like clearly Alex had already like mentioned something to production to like, like hey, I want to do this in drag. Can you set that up for me? And they said, yeah, sure. And then she, then she comes in and she's like, ooh, so what shoes are you going to wear? Okay, okay. Listen, I'm only going to defend Nikki if it actually calls for it. <laughs> That's true, that's true. But yeah, because, <laughs> excuse me. <coughs> Cut those. What, you thought but Emily yeah, was going to keep in your, your hacking up a lung? I mean, I I said in there just in case, I said only keep them if they're funny, so sometimes I have to clarify. See, now you've made it a bit, now she has to keep them in because it's a goofy <laughs> cough. Sorry to give you more work to do, Emily. I mean, it's less work, actually, because they're like, she just gets to listen, we're like, haha, Tanner's ill, that's hilarious. <laughs> anyways anyway anyways alex mentions yeah i uh, ryan mentioned that he wanted to see me come out and do it in drag last week so i figured i might as well take advantage of this opportunity and do it for drag this week mm -hmm. and they mentioned that alex doesn't pop like she used to like the production staff's like oh yes alex doesn't pop anymore <laughs> but alex does come out in full drag and a nicer well, well, wig than last week <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, better wig too. Um, but before we get into that... Yeah, shoot. We need to talk about the NVC Family Movie Night this Saturday, August 6th, presented by Walmart and Procter & Gamble. Oh my god. Who is Simon Miller? So, our source for this, for watching this episode, was captured with the ads. And I, I got like halfway through one of the ads and I was like, why is there an ad in this? And so then I was like, I was like, it's just gonna drag the slider over until i until i see glee project and not commercials from oxygen in 2011 also the notebook is airing tonight after the glee project oh my god first you're gonna rage cry and then you're gonna and then you're gonna sad cry <laughs> and and then also still before we get to the elimination when we finally get to the glee project it's just it's hannah doing stretching exercises because her butt is sore so it's basically just Hannah willingly engaging in a bunch of, like, slapstick as she tries to, like, do splits and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine Hannah getting to do, like, physical comedy slapstick on Glee? She would be great. Do you think if Hannah had won, that they would have also kept Ashley Fink around? Oh. And then Hannah's character and Lauren 
would be like oh my god the bash sisters could you imagine mentor and mentee lauren's ices and hannah's character too powerful so powerful in my glee season four fanfic where i fan casted a whole bunch of glee project contenders hannah's character and alex's character and mercedes and lauren all got to sing wings by little mix Ooh. they never even sang the song on glee yeah that is very good. Anyway. Too. That is very good. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyways, we cut back. We get to see the whole makeup team helping Alex get into drag. And also someone like doing just a once over for Marissa. Nothing for Cameron. Cameron's just some guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or if they did get the makeup treatment, they didn't show it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Cameron's whole thing probably would not require more than, like, basic stage makeup. Yeah. They are serving full Effie White. Yes. Yes. Alex looks good. Good for Alex. Good for them. And, and she sings real good, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Doing Amber Riley proud. <laughs> yeah. My, my notes here were that, um, first off, Alex doesn't chew the U's, which, like, God bless. Also, uh, that she does a lot of different melody lines that are different from Amber Riley's performance, but still a good job. Like, good for you, Alex. You did indeed tell Ryan Murphy that you are not going. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Ryan is still like, hmm, yes, drag. We could have drag on Glee. What a fascinating way to examine your character. What a fascinating concept for you as a first step on your gender exploration journey, Alex. Which I will take full credit for. <sighs> Wait, did did Ryan Murphy actually take credit uh, for helping Alex to discover, or to, to realize... Probably not publicly, but definitely in his heart. He just, he sees, whenever he sees Alex Newell thriving, Ryan Murphy just thinks, I did that. <laughs> but here's, he kind of did. Like, it is kind of because of him that Alex first tried the drag out, even though I'm pretty sure they would have figured out whatever their desires are eventually. Yes. Yeah, it's, I want I want to give Alex all the credit and none of it to Ryan. <laughs> but yeah, they like Alex's performance. They tell her, attack everything like you did your performance tonight, and you will, be, you will do very well for yourself. <laughs> also, I didn't take notes on Marissa or Cameron's performances. They just kind of slid off of me like a shark. <laughs> yeah. Um, with Marissa's performance of Hate on Me, the production staff mentions that she wasn't dynamic during the shoot. And I'm like, <laughs> she wasn't dynamic because she was upset that she was going to be continually slushied. And my dad here was like, she kind of like soft hands the performance. Like, in comparing and contrasting Amber's performance on Glee of Hate on Me, like, she really, like, bit into the melody lines and Marissa was taking a much less, a much less biting approach to the way that she was singing it, if that makes sense. Yeah. <sighs> um, but yeah, uh, their only comment was Ryan Murphy saying, come hell or high water, you have a song to sing. And, okay. If you say so. Yeah. Cameron's performance is, again, of his original composition, Love Can Wait. They mentioned that Cameron is in the bottom three because he broke a character while being slushied. Uh, his song is very Christian pop folk. It's fine. Back in the day, there was a lot of comparisons between Cameron and Bonnie Vare, and Cameron did actually record and release a cover of Skinny Love. Oh, nice. They also mentioned, they like, privately, they mentioned they don't know if Cameron is season three ready. <laughs> Is anyone, is anyone truly prepared for season three of Glee? No. Are we prepared? I can tell that's a quote, but I don't know what's from it. I don't know how to respond with the bit. <laughs> you're right. Actually, it's, actually, you know what? Emily, if you're familiar at all with Warcraft, just stick that quote in here. You are not prepared. 
Okay, cool. And if you're not familiar, just record yourself and say that you're not familiar with Warcraft. I'm not familiar with Warcraft, but I was able to Google it. (laughs) The point being, does that cover all their critiques? Yeah. We then cut to back at the Glee Shack where everybody is cuddling for warmth. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're gonna catch hypothermia in the wilderness survival camp! Yeah. We mentioned, like, we hear that Alex isn't confident in their performance anymore. <laughs> and I think I remember Ryan Murphy saying something to the effect of, like, you have to fall in love with someone and then write them in their wheelhouse. And I'm like, mm, maybe you should apply that to the rest of the cast that you currently have on Glee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, for the love of God, just let, just let Diana Agron do some artsy shit. <laughs> yeah. Let Chris Colfer get into creative things. I know they're going to already let him use his size. Let let Ashley Fink be confident. Let Ashley Fink be on the show. Yeah, she deserves it. But anyways, I've zoned out until this point. Ba 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 ba. Davelin made Marissa, which I'm kind of surprised by. Still am because well, she won the homework assignment, and also Cameron. Yeah, it's. I feel so bad for Marissa because it's like like you said, Tanner. It's like at this point they were narrowing the field of contestants by trying to figure out who could stereotype themselves the most so that Ryan Murphy would have to exert himself less to write interesting things for their character on Glee. Essentially. And, like, Alex has established that they could play another gay character on Glee, but also that they could play a character who does drag on Glee. And with Cameron, they were like, Oh, yes, look, we have a little nerd boy. Look at his little glasses. (laughs) And Marissa had not stereotyped herself in that way even though she had clearly shown ability in a lot of in the necessary fields for performing on glee yeah like truly the only thing that like that they could have picked up on was like way back in vulnerability where she had the anorexia sign but again she doesn't talk about it because glee is terrible at handling eating disorders yes and they always will be and my note here was, thank you, Hannah, for going to give her a hug first, because, like, they all wander in to find her where she's sitting down, and then she gets a group hug. Her performance of Keep Holding On is fine. She does a lot of runs. I mean, we've never critiqued anyone's performance of Keep Holding On, because I'm pretty sure that they have to say it the minute they're eliminated. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm just saying, like, she did good. She does She does vocal runs. Okay. That's it. Okay. Since she's been gone. Since she's been gone! Yeah! She's disappeared off the face of the earth, and honestly, good for her. Wait, really? In a sense. Okay. In this modern world 2022, where we're all plugged in, we're all online, we're all part of the net. Yes. Except Marissa Von Bleichen, who has, as far as I can tell, an empty Instagram and a Twitter that hasn't been used since, like, 2015. I'm confident she's doing great, but she is not doing anything involved with social media whatsoever, and that's probably the he- extremely healthy thing. Yes. She was featured on a few songs, like, Back in around 2015, she was the featured artist on, like, a EDM track or two or three. And she also appeared on an episode of Catfish. Interesting. So, um, you know the film Rent, right? Yes. So, let me just make sure I have the actress right. So, oh. Tracy Toms, yeah. who pl- was in Rent as... Who is her character? She's Maureen's girlfriend, but I can't... Um, because she doesn't have a song with her name in it. Oh my god. I don't remember her name either. Joanne. She played Joanne in Rent. Mm-hmm. The film. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and I think she's also on nine one one right now. 
Okay. She is, which is another Ryan, Ryan Murphy joint. Anyways, Tracy Toms was on an episode of Catfish because she had a, an intense stalker. It uh, turns out this intense stalker was also the intense stalker of Marissa's. Oh, no. So this is kind of why you can imagine Marissa doesn't have a social media presence anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm also, that's why I'm pretty sure she'll never listen to this episode. But if somehow it falls into her, or if even just speaking it into the universe... Marissa, we're hope you're, we hope you're doing real well. Yeah. I saw some IMDb stuff that she did a little bit of acting. But again, Tanner said it well. We, we, we genuinely hope that you are doing well if you are listening to this. And even if you aren't listening to this, we still hope you're doing well. Anything else before we do the wrap-up? Not relevant to the show. I'm just looking at other things that Tracy Tons has been in being a little surprised. Yeah. In that case, then... Loser Like Me is a part of the Corner Podcast Network. We can be heard on your podcasting platform of choice, and if we are not there, let us know and we will work on getting there. They can be found at Loser Like Me Pod on Twitter, and we can be reached at LoserLikeMePod at gmail.com. There we go. Next time, what's the next episode gonna be again? Parability 2! Oh god, is it sexuality next week? I thought they called it romantic hell. No, actually no, it could be sexuality. Uh, let me check. My... Next week, it's fuckability. <laughs> oh, God. And on that note, good night. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Next week, it is indeed sexuality. I'm sure this won't w- turn out terribly. <laughs> well, if it does, we'll just have to deal with it. <laughs> I'm sure... <laughs> I'm sure that they handled a topic themed around sexuality with all of the grace and tact of the Glee Season 2. And on that note, three, two, one... And that's and what you that's missed on the Glee Project. Project. Just, Just go ahead and grab a chair and listen now. As we riff the show, Tanner and Christina are gonna figure out why we love the show. Better grab your golden stars and slushies, cause you're listening. You're listening to Loser Like Me. Loser Like Me. Loser like me